Section 18 of Lives of the Most Eminent Painters, Sculptors, and Architects, Volume 7, by Giorgio Vasari, translation by Gaston de C. de Vere. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Rita Boutros. Jacopo de Pantormo, Painter of Florence, Part 3. Jacopo also worked, in competition with other masters, on the ornamentation in wood that was formally executed in a magnificent manner, as has been related elsewhere, in some apartments of Pier Francesco Borgarini, and, in particular, he painted there with his own hand, on two coffers, some stories from the life of Joseph in little figures, which were truly most beautiful and whoever wishes to see the best work that he ever did in all his life in order to consider how able and masterly was jacopo in giving liveliness to heads in grouping figures in varying attitudes and in beauty of invention let him look at a scene of some size likewise in little figures in the corner on the left hand as one enters through the door in the chamber of borgarini who was a nobleman of florence in which scene is joseph in egypt as it were a prince or a king in the act of receiving his father jacob with all his brethren the sons of that jacob with extraordinary affection among these figures he portrayed at the foot of the scene seated upon some steps il bronzino who was then a boy and his disciple a figure with a basket which is lifelike and beautiful to a marvel and if this scene were on a greater scale on a large panel or a wall instead of being small i would venture to say that it would not be possible to find another picture executed with the grace excellence and even perfection wherewith this one was painted by jacopo wherefore it was rightly regarded by all craftsmen as the most beautiful picture that pantormo ever executed nor is it to be wondered at that borgarini should have prized it as he did and should have been besought to sell it by great persons as a present for mighty lords and princes on account of the siege of florence pier francesco retired to lucca and giovan battista della pala who desired to obtain together with other things that he was transporting into france the decorations of this chamber so that they might be presented to king francis in the name of the signoria received such favours and went to work so effectively with both words and deeds that the gonfalonier granted a commission that they should be taken away after payment to the wife of pier francesco whereupon some others went with giovan battista to execute the will of the signori but when they arrived at the house of pier francesco his wife who was in the house poured on giovan battista the greatest abuse that was ever spoken to any man so you make bold giovan battista said she you vile slop dealer you little twopenny peddler to strip the ornaments from the chambers of noblemen and despoil our city of her richest and most honoured treasures as you have done and are always doing in order to embellish with them the countries of foreigners our enemies at you i do not marvel 
you a base plebeian and the enemy of your country but at the magistrates of this city who aid and abet you in these shameful rascalities this bed which you would seize for your own private interest and for greed of gain although you keep your evil purpose cloaked with a veil of righteousness this is the bed of my nuptials in honour of which my husband's father salvi made all these magnificent and regal decorations which i revere in memory of him and from love for my husband and mean to defend with my very blood and with life itself out of this house with these your cutthroats, Giovanni Battista, and go to those who sent you with orders that these things should be removed from their places, for I am not the woman to suffer a single thing to be moved from here. If they who believe in you, a vile creature of no account, wish to make presents to King Francis of France, let them go and strip their own houses, and take the ornaments and beds from their own chambers, and send them to him. And you, if you are ever again so bold as to come to this house on such an errand, I will make you smart sorely for it, and teach you what respect should be paid by such as you to the houses of noblemen." thus spoke madonna margarita the wife of pier francesco borgarini and the daughter of roberto acaioli a most noble and wise citizen and she a truly courageous woman and a worthy daughter of such a father with her noble ardour and spirit was the reason that those gems are still preserved in that house Giovanni Maria Benintendi, about this same time, had adorned an antechamber in his house with many pictures by the hands of various able men, and after the work executed for Borgorini, incited by hearing Jacopo da Pantormo very highly praised, he caused a picture to be painted by him with the adoration of the Magi, who went to Bethlehem to see Christ which work, since Jacopo devoted to it much study and diligence, proved to be well varied and beautiful in the heads and in every other part, and to be truly worthy of all praise. Afterwards he executed for Messer Goro da Pastoia, then secretary to the Medici, a picture with the portrait of the magnificent Cosimo de Medici the Elder, from the knees upwards, which is indeed worthy to be extolled, and this portrait is now in the house of Messer Ottaviano de' Medici, in the possession of his son, Messer Alessandro, a young man, besides the distinction and nobility of his blood, of most upright character, well-lettered, and the worthy son of the magnificent Ottaviano, and of Madonna Francesca, the daughter of Jacopo Salviati, and the maternal aunt of the lord duke cosimo by means of this work and particularly this head of cosimo pantormo became the friend of messer ottaviano and the great hall at poggio a Cano, having then to be painted they were given to him to paint the two ends where the round openings are that give light that is the windows from the vaulting down to the floor whereupon desiring to do himself honour even beyond his wont both from regard for the place and from emulation of the other painters who were working there he set himself to study with such diligence that he overshot the mark 
for the reason that, destroying and doing over again every day what he had done the day before, he racked his brains in such a manner that it was a tragedy. But all the time he was always making new discoveries, which brought credit to himself and beauty to the work. Thus, having to execute a vertumnus with his husbandmen, he painted a peasant seated with a vine pruner in his hand which is so beautiful and so well done that it is a very rare thing even as certain children that are there are lifelike and natural beyond all belief on the other side he painted pomona and diana with other goddesses enveloping them perhaps too abundantly with draperies However, the work as a whole is beautiful and much extolled. But while it was being executed, Leo was overtaken by death, and so it remained unfinished, like many other similar works at Rome, Florence, Loreto, and other places. Nay, the whole world was left poor, being robbed of the true Maecenas of men of talent. Having returned to Florence, Jacobo painted in a picture a seated figure of St. Augustine as a bishop, who was giving the benediction, with two little nude angels flying through the air, who are very beautiful. Which picture is over an altar in the little church of the sisters of San Clemente in the Via de San Gallo? He carried to completion, likewise, a picture of a pieta, with certain nude angels, which was a very beautiful work, and held very dear by certain merchants of Ragusa, for whom he painted it. But most beautiful of all in this picture was a landscape taken for the most part from an engraving by Albrecht Dürer. He also painted a picture of Our Lady with the Child in her arms, and some little angels about her, which is now in the house of Alessandro Neroni, and for certain Spaniards he executed another like it, that is, of the Madonna, but different from the one described above, and in another manner, which picture, being for sale in a second-hand dealer's shop many years after, was bought by Bartolomeo Panciatici at the suggestion of Bronzino. Then, in the year 1522, there being a slight outbreak of plague in Florence, and many persons therefore departing, in order to avoid that most infectious sickness, and to save themselves, an occasion presented itself to Jacopo of flying the city and removing himself to some distance, for a certain prior of the Certosa, a place built by the Eccaioli three miles away from Florence, had to have some pictures painted in fresco at the corners of a very large and beautiful cloister that surrounds a lawn, and Jacopo was brought to his notice, whereupon the prior had him sought out, and he, having accepted the work very willingly at such a time, went off to Sortosa, taking with him only Bronzino. There, after a trial of that mode of life, that quiet, that silence, and that solitude, all things after the taste and nature of Jacopo, he thought with such an occasion to make a special effort in the matters of art, and to show to the world that he had acquired greater perfection and a different manner since those works that he had executed before. 
now not long before there had come from germany to florence many sheets printed from engravings done with great subtlety with a buren by albrecht durer a most excellent german painter and a rare engraver of plates on copper and on wood and among others many scenes both large and small of the passion of jesus christ in which was all the perfection and excellence of engraving with the buren that could ever be achieved what with the beauty and variety of the vestments and the invention jacopo having to paint at the corners of those cloisters scenes from the passion of the saviour thought to avail himself of the above-named inventions of albrecht durer in the firm belief that he would satisfy not only himself but also the greater part of the craftsmen of florence who were all proclaiming with one voice and with common consent and agreement the beauty of those engravings and the excellence of albrecht setting himself therefore to imitate that manner and seeking to give to the expressions of the heads of his figures that liveliness and variety which albrecht had given to his he caught it so thoroughly that the charm of his own early manner which had been given to him by nature all full of sweetness and grace suffered a great change from that new study and labour and was so impaired through his stumbling on that german manner that in all these works although they are all beautiful there is but a sorry remnant to be seen of that excellence and grace that he had given up to that time to all his figures at the entrance to the cloister then in one corner he painted christ in the garden counterfeiting so well the darkness of night illumined by the light of the moon that it appears almost like daylight and while christ is praying not far distant are peter james and john sleeping executed in a manner so similar to that of durer that it is a marvel not far away is judas leading the jews likewise with a countenance so strange even as the features of all those soldiers are depicted in the german manner with bizarre expressions that it moves him who beholds it to pity for the simplicity of the man who sought with such patience to learn that which others avoid and seek to lose and all to lose the manner that surpassed all others in excellence and gave infinite pleasure to every one did not pontormo know then that the germans and flemings came to these parts to learn the italian manner which he with such effort sought to abandon as if it were bad beside this scene is one in which is christ led by the jews before pilate and in the saviour he painted all the humility that could possibly be imagined in the person of innocence betrayed by the sins of men and in the wife of pilate that pity and dread for themselves which those have who fear the divine judgment which woman while she pleads the cause of christ before her husband gazes into his countenance with pitying wonder round pilate are some soldiers so characteristic in the expressions of the faces and in the german garments that one who knew not by whose hand was that work would believe it to have been executed in reality by ultramontanes it is true indeed 
that in the distance in this scene there is a cup-bearer of pilots that is descending some steps with a basin and a ewer in his hands carrying to his master the means to wash the hands who is lifelike and very beautiful having in him something of the old manner of jacopo having next to paint the resurrection of christ in one of the other corners the fancy came to jacopo as to one who had no steadfastness in his brain and was always cogitating new things to change his colouring and so he executed that work with a colouring in fresco so soft and so good that if he had done the work in another manner than that same german it would certainly have been very beautiful for in the heads of those soldiers who are in various attitudes heavy with sleep and as it were dead there may be seen such excellence that one cannot believe that it is possible to do better then continuing the stories of the passion in another of the corners he painted christ going with the cross upon his shoulder to mount calvary and behind him the people of jerusalem accompanying him and in front are the two thieves naked between the ministers of justice who are partly on foot and partly on horseback with the ladders the inscription for the cross hammers nails cords and other such-like instruments and in the highest part behind a little hill is the madonna with the maries who weeping are awaiting christ who has fallen to the ground in the middle of the scene and has about him many jews that are smiting him while veronica is offering to him the sudarium accompanied by some women both young and old all weeping at the outrage that they see being done to the saviour this scene either because he was warned by his friends or perhaps because jacopo himself at last became aware although tardily of the harm that had been done to his own sweet manner by the study of the german proved to be much better than the others executed in the same place for the reason that certain naked jews and some heads of old men are so well painted in fresco that it would not be possible to do more although the same german manner may be seen constantly maintained in the work as a whole after these he was to have gone on with the crucifixion and the deposition from the cross in the other corners but putting them aside for a time with the intention of executing them last he painted in their stead christ taken down from the cross keeping to the same manner but with great harmony of colouring in this scene besides that of the magdalene who is kissing the feet of christ is most beautiful there are two old men representing joseph of arimathea and nicodemus who although they are in the german manner have the most beautiful expressions and heads of old men with beards feathery and coloured with marvellous softness that there are to be seen now jacopo besides being generally slow over his works was pleased with the solitude of the certosa and he therefore spent several years on these labours and after the plague had finished and he had returned to florence he did not for that reason cease to frequent that place constantly 
and was always going and coming between the Sortosa and the city. Proceeding thus, he satisfied those fathers in many things, and among others he painted in their church over one of the doors that lead into the chapels, in a figure from the waist upwards, the portrait of a lay brother of that monastery, who was alive at that time, and one hundred and twenty years old, executing it so well and with such finish such vivacity and such animation that through it alone pantormo deserves to be excused for the strange and fantastic new manner with which he was saddled by that solitude and by living far from the commerce of men besides this he painted for the prior of that place a picture of the nativity of christ representing joseph as giving light to jesus christ in the darkness of the night with a lantern and this in pursuit of the same notions and caprices which the german engravings put into his head now let no one believe that jacopo is to blame because he imitated albrecht durer in his inventions for the reason that this is no error, and many painters have done it, and are continually doing it, but only because he adopted the unmixed German manner in everything, in the draperies, in the expressions of the heads, and in the attitudes, which he should have avoided, availing himself only of the inventions, since he had the modern manner in all the fullness of its beauty and grace, for the stranger's apartment of the same monks he painted a large picture on canvas and in oil colors without straining himself at all or forcing his natural powers of christ at table with cleophas and luke figures of the size of life and since in this work he followed the bent of his own genius it proved to be truly marvellous particularly because he portrayed among those who are serving at that table some lay brothers of the convent whom i myself have known in such a manner that they could not be either more lifelike or more animated than they are bronzino meanwhile that is, while his master was executing the works described above in the Sortosa, pursuing with great spirit the studies of painting, and encouraged all the time by Pantormo, who was very loving with his disciples, executed on the inner side, over an arch above the door of the cloister that leads into the church, without having ever seen the process of painting in oil colors on the wall, a nude st lawrence on the gridiron which was so beautiful that there began to be seen some indication of that excellence to which he has since attained as will be related in the proper place which circumstance gave infinite satisfaction to jacopo who already saw whither that genius would arrive not long afterwards there returned from rome lodovico di gino caponi who had bought that chapel in Santa Felicita, on the right hand of the entrance into the church, which the Barbadori had formerly caused to be built by Filippo de Sir Brunelesco, and he resolved to have all the vaulting painted, and then to have an altarpiece executed for it, with a rich ornament. Having therefore consulted in the matter with Messer Niccolo Vespucci, knight of Rhodes, who was much his friend, the knight, 
who was also much the friend of Jacopo, and knew, into the bargain, the talent and worth of that able man, did and said so much that Lodovico allotted that work to Pantormo. And so, having erected an enclosure, which kept that chapel closed for three years, he set his hand to the work. On the vaulted ceiling he painted a god the father, who has about him four very beautiful patriarchs, and in the four medallions at the angles he depicted the four evangelists, or rather he executed three of them with his own hand, and Bronzino one all by himself and with this occasion i must mention that pantormo used scarcely ever to allow himself to be helped by his assistants or to suffer them to lay a hand on that which he intended to execute with his own hand and when he did wish to avail himself of one of them chiefly in order that they might learn he allowed them to do the whole work by themselves as he allowed bronzino to do here in the works that Jacopo executed in the said chapel up to this point, it seemed almost as if he had returned to his first manner. But he did not follow the same method in painting the altarpiece, for thinking always of new things, he executed it without shadows and with a colouring so bright and so uniform that one can scarcely distinguish the lights from the middle tints and the middle tints from the darks in this altarpiece is a dead christ taken down from the cross and being carried to the sepulchre there is the madonna who is swooning and the maries all executed in a fashion so different from his first work that it is clearly evident that his brain was always busy investigating new conceptions and fantastic methods of painting not being content with and not fixing on any single method in a word the composition of this altarpiece is altogether different from the figures on the vaulting and likewise the colouring and the four evangelists which are in the medallions on the spandrels of the vaulting are much better and in a different manner on the wall where the window is are two figures in fresco on one side the virgin and on the other the angel who is bringing her the annunciation but so distorted both the one and the other that it is evident that as i have said that bizarre and fantastic brain was never content with anything and in order to be able to do as he pleased in this and to avoid having his attention distracted by any one all the time that he was executing this work he would never allow even the owner of the chapel himself to see it insomuch that having painted it after his own fancy without any of his friends having been able to give him a single hint when it was finally uncovered and seen it amazed all florence for the same lodovico he executed a picture of our lady in that same manner for his chamber and in the head of a saint mary magdalene he made the portrait of a daughter of lodovico who was a very beautiful young woman near the monastery of boldroni on the road that goes from there to castello and at the corner of another that climbs the hill and goes to sorsina 
that is, at a distance of two miles from Florence. He painted in fresco in a shrine, Christ crucified, Our Lady weeping, St. John the Evangelist, St. Augustine, and San Giuliano, all which figures, his caprice not being yet satisfied, and the German manner still pleasing him, are not very different from those that he executed at the Sortosa. He did the same also in an altarpiece that he painted for the nuns of Santa Anna at the Porta a San Friano, in which altarpiece is Our Lady with the Child in her arms, and St. Anne behind her, with St. Peter, St. Benedict, and other saints. And in the predella is a small scene with little figures, which represent the Signoria of Florence, as it used to go in procession, with trumpeters, pipers, mace-bearers, messengers, and ushers, with the rest of the household, and this he did because the commission for that altar-piece was given to him by the captain and the household of the palace. The while that Jacopo was executing this work, Alessandro and Ippolito de' Medici, who were both very young, having been sent to Florence by Pope Clement Seventh, under the care of the legate, Silvio Passerini, Bishop of Cortona, the magnificent Ottaviano, to whom the Pope had straitly recommended them, had the portraits of both of them taken by Pantormo, who served him very well, and made them very good likenesses, although he did not much depart from the manner that he had learned from the Germans. In the portrait of Ippolito he also painted a favorite dog of that lord, called Rodan, and made it so characteristic and so natural that it might be alive. He took the portrait, likewise, of Bishop Ardingeli, who afterwards became a cardinal, and for Filippo del Migliori, who was much his friend, he painted in fresco in his house on the Via Larga, in a niche opposite to the principal door, a woman representing Pomona, from which it appeared that he was beginning to seek to abandon in part his German manner. Now Giovanni Battista della Pala perceived that by reason of many works the name of Jacopo was becoming every day more celebrated, and since he had not succeeded in sending to King Francis the pictures executed by that same master and by others for Borgarini, he resolved knowing that the king had a desire for them, at all costs to send him something by the hand of Pantormo. Whereupon he so went to work that he persuaded Jacopo to execute a most beautiful picture of the raising of Lazarus, which proved to be one of the best works that he ever painted, and that was ever sent by Giovanni Battista, among the vast number that he sent to King Francis of France. For besides that, the heads were most beautiful, the figure of Lazarus, whose spirit, as he returned to life, was re-entering his dead flesh, could not have been more marvellous, for about the eyes he still had the hue of corruption, and the flesh cold and dead at the extremities of the hands and feet, where the spirit had not yet come. 
in a picture of one braccio and a half he painted for the sisters of the hospital of the innocenti with an infinite number of little figures the story of the eleven thousand martyrs who were condemned to death by diocletian and all crucified in a wood in this jacopo represented a battle of horsemen and nude figures very beautiful and some most lovely little angels flying through the air who are shooting arrows at the ministers of the crucifixion and in like manner about the emperor who is pronouncing the condemnation are some most beautiful nude figures who are going to their death this picture which in every part is worthy to be praised is now held in great price by don vincenzo borghini the director of that hospital who once was much the friend of jacopo another picture similar to that described above he painted for carlo neroni but only with the battle of the martyrs and the angel baptizing them and then the portrait of carlo himself he also executed a portrait at the time of the siege of florence of francesco guardi in the habit of a soldier which was a very beautiful work and on the cover of this picture bronzino afterwards painted pygmalion praying to venus that his statue receiving breath might spring to life and become as according to the fables of the poets it did flesh and blood at this time after much labor there came to jacopo the fulfillment of a desire that he had long had in that having always felt a wish to have a house that might be his own so that he should no longer live in the house of another but might occupy his own and live as pleased himself finally he bought one in the via della colonna opposite to the nuns of santa maria degli angeli the siege finished pope clement commanded messer ottaviano de medici that he should cause the hall of poggio Arcano to be finished whereupon francia bigio and andrea del sarto being dead the whole charge of this was given to pantormo who after having the staging and the screens made began to execute the cartoons but for the reason that he went off into fantasies and cogitations beyond that he never set a hand to the work this perchance would not have happened if bronzino had been in those parts who was then working at the imperiali a place belonging to the duke of urbino near pesaro which bronzino although he was sent for every day by jacopo nevertheless was not able to depart at his own pleasure for the reason that after he had executed a very beautiful naked cupid on the spandrel of a vault in the imperiali and the cartoons for the others prince guidobaldo having recognized the young man's genius ordained that his own portrait should be taken by him and seeing that he wished to be portrayed in some armor that he was expecting from lombardy bronzino was forced to stay with that prince longer than he could have wished during that time he painted the case of a harpsichord which much pleased the prince and finally bronzino executed his portrait which was very beautiful and the prince was well satisfied with it 
Jacopo, then, wrote so many times and employed so many means that in the end he brought Bronzino back, but for all that the man could never be induced to do any other part of this work than the cartoons, although he was urged to it by the magnificent Ottaviano and by Duke Alessandro. In one of these cartoons, which are now for the most part in the house of Lodovico Caponi, is a Hercules who is crushing Antaeus, in another a Venus and Adonis, and in yet another drawing a scene of nude figures playing football. End of section 18 Jacopo de Pantormo, Painter of Florence, Part 3